Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Talking shit, you know how it is. Uh, we're getting after it today. We are talking about Global B support uh, being uh, announced by HP Tuners. Like according, according to the Chevy community, which I'm not really in tune to, but uh, Blackwing, uh, Cadillacs, and C8 base Corvettes, nothing Z06 yet, and any other infrastructure like the Cadillac Escalade uh, V variant, having now tuning support with HP Tuner stuff, ba basically anything that has Global B, you'll be able to tune. I'm going to talk about a couple of things that, in my opinion, are unintended consequences or implications that maybe you wouldn't talk about. Everyone wants to talk about, you know, su tuning support, tuning support, tuning support. But we go beyond that on this channel a little bit. But as always, we like to have Mr. Bill O'Reilly uh, welcome us to the show. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's right. It does suck, Bill O'Reilly. You're on the money. And as always, we want to thank the sponsors, the people that make it all possible, the people that pay the bills. Thank you very much. Two Auto Solution, Rami Zadan smoked his clutch. I, I guarantee that motherfucker smoked his clutch at the track rental. Two Auto Solution. Race Motive. Roll Race Heaven. A PPG Protected Bodies. Bellac wheels and just like ridiculous uh, shiny cars going in roll racing events. Race motor. DNA high performance. He'll fight you. He'll kick your ass and he'll sell you parts at the same time. DNA high performance. Parts form. Parfarm.com. Man, he's got a lot of GT500 pullouts. A couple of complete cars that are clear title. Check them out. Conk Performance. Got some new parts in from Conk Performance. Check them out. Conk Performance. Ultimate Head, ultimateheader.com, PMAS, Nick James and PMAS, the best cold air intake, map sensors, bell mouth filters, silicone couplers, you name it, he's got them. Calamar Transmission, calamartransmission.com, the best transmission guy on this side of the Mississippi, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Let's say hi to the people and we'll talk about Global B support with Chevy stuff. The Wolf, Joe Swish, Steve Duran, Clip Up the Horse, Miguel, TJ, Anthony, Izzy, Andy, D's Nuts, Carter's, Turuviate Racing in the house, finally is got a break from making hash browns. Yeah. Hey, I'll get your hash browns to you when I feel like it. Stop breathing down my neck. Eggs over easy, you're getting them scrambled. Clean 93 GT Anthony 2000 MCR Racing again. Richard Whedon F150 S550. Bryson with one of the mods. Joe Jackson, Ken McAllister, Bajo says, "Hey, hey, got three hours left on this 13-hour shift." Oliver Bryan, Bryson with again. Corey Grayley in the house. Andy Black Betty one slow five volt. Magyar Frank Weaver again. We got Tony Bo Tony Bolton. Uh, five away Josh. Uh, Jacob Brandenberry. Uh, he went one tenth quicker. He went 10.30, and he went 10.40 with our tune. Ben just likes cars getting tuned in between rounds. He he, he went one-tenth quicker. Uh, HF, you grad Cuomo, 5-0. Alex Watkins, 313 Mike Abel, Shark Marls. Al what, what is it? What Chevy? Diego, Nat Jew, Louis A. Uh, Leon, second shift racing. Douche did it. Leon Phelps, Walter, Jose Sanchez, Harley Tequache Mode, Agent Orange, Austin, Peter, and Jared Wells. Okay, let's talk about Global B support. So, 
in my opinion, um, obviously this is going to be a big deal for Chevy related shops. If you mess with Cadillac stuff, if you see Alec uh, Bledsoe at uh, LMP of MD, Late Model Performance of Maryland, they uh, work on Blackwing. They make parts for them already. Um, all they really need is to get in a C8 or a Z06 and they're going to be in business because now they can tune it. So it opens up three new platforms or three new vehicles that I know of for shops that deal with late model LT stuff. You're talking about the Blackwing, talk about the C8, you're talking about the Cadillac Escalade V variant. So they're going to be, they're going to be, people are going to be knocking on their door to say, hey, let's get stuff coming. Now, what... What, what I really want to talk about is this. When it comes to how to unlock those computers, the good thing is the shops don't have to do anything because all of the liability is being taken up by HP Tuners. HP Tuners gets the ECU or TCM, PCM or TCM, whatever you want, the TCM trans uh, control module and the PCM, the, the Oh, the ECM, engine control module, whatever you want to call it. And then you pay 12 credits later and you have access to both depending on the vehicle. They unlock it. They send it to you. And then you tune it with their software. So in my opinion, the EPA can't come knocking to my door because the HP tuners did everything. They indexed it. They unlocked it. And I bought the credits from them. So if a, if a, H, if a shop ever gets hit up by the EPA tuning a Blackwing Escalade or a C8, just, just send them over to HP Tuners. Hey, that's in my shit. It, it's commercially available. So does that mean it's kosher? I don't know. But that's one of those things that nobody's going to talk about with this Global B release. Nobody's going to talk about it with his Global... Nobody. Everyone's going to say, yeah, C8. Yeah, CT, Blackwing. Yeah, Escalade. What about the fact that the EPA is looking at a company unlock TCMs and PCMs because you got to send them in and you got to tune it with their software. Now, they worked with people that, to be honest with you, I don't know anything about the Chevy world. I don't know anything about the Chevy world. But I wonder why they didn't work with what I would say are the better, are the better shops to develop the tuning. Lund is never first to market. Lund has never been invited to be first on anything. But what happens is the following. We become the best at it when we get our hands on it. Anytime anyone has a two-year head start, anyone has a, a an F-150 is a great example, and it pisses people off, but it's the truth. Lund didn't touch F-150s when I first started working here. They didn't touch them. They're like, why? The market's not big enough. Then some people started going fast, and then finally we had to look at it, pay attention, and we are the best at it. Sorry if you don't think so. The proof's in the performance, the volume, and the shops that use Lund specifically to make their trucks the fastest. So, okay, 21 F-150. 21 F-150, we weren't first to market. Nobody reached out to us and said, Hey, Alex, let's, uh, uh, hey, Lund Racing, let's work with you to, to exclusively develop a product. Nope. Nobody said that. Nobody. Hey, anyone at Lund on the chat right now? Did anybody reach out to Lund ever and say, exclusive to you forever? You're the first. No, 
we almost we almost have to bend over backwards to to be able to get first to market tuning. But that's but I tell people it doesn't matter if you're the first. It matters if you're the best. So be careful rushing out. Again, guys, if you are a Chevy guy in the GM world, LT stuff is your shit. Why would you go to anyone else unless they're experts at the LT game? I would wait, let them develop their stuff, then get it. Because my fear is this. The first people that get it don't necessarily mean, they don't necessarily mean uh, they're the best. For example, Hennessy is still a name. Yeah, believe it or not, there are people out there in Saudi Arabia that probably go, I'd like to take my, uh, oh, I have a Corvette. I'm taking it for Hennessy, 1100 packets. And I'm like, people like that still exist. So companies will go out of their way to give certain shops like that exclusivity. Exclusivity. Here you go. You're the first. You have a big name. People come to you because you have a big name. That doesn't mean they're the best. So, just like with Lund, a bunch of people had a big head start with 21 F-150 tuning. Give us a year. We'll be the best and the most volume. And if other people decide to jump on and want to be a part of this train, get on it. Because it's not going to stop. Once we get going, people are going to see, okay, Lund Racing's tuning the fastest shit. Let's get back on that. Yeah, you went through 16 other tuners and none of them got the results you wanted. So I think it's going to be an interesting thing with the uh, Global B stuff, this Cadillac stuff, the C8 stuff, and the uh, Escalade stuff to see which shops eventually they'll all be, it's a learning curve. So they'll all be kind of like bunched. But eventually, like in a horse race, one of them will start inching forward and more forward. And then all of a sudden, they'll get all the business. So don't fret if you weren't the first. If you are the best at it before, you will be the best at it going forward. There's no magic sauce if everyone is on a level playing field. Let's be honest about that. So that happened, and I think that's great to talk about. Maybe Alec Bledsoe will jump in on the chat. That'd be cool if he did jump in on the chat because he can answer some of those questions specifically, but it can get a little crazy. Also, good old Ford with their awesome advertising. Did you see? Did you see this? Like, did you? How do you, how do you make this bigger? Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and show you because good old Ford, good old Ford is out there doing the same old crap and uh, trying to be like, hey, bro, we're cool. So like, let's let's work together because we're coming out the trunk. Oh, here we go. Pop again from out the trunk. DJs fill their rides with records as a global phenomenon was born. We continue to build new ways to listen with better sound and form. From tapes to CDs and sync technology, Ford has always been in harmony with the music. Riding the rhythm as hip-hop legends made the tracks that drive our dreams. Over the years, we've evolved the flow together. The story of American Hustle, celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, built Ford proud. So Ford went from building gay rangers to now supporting rappers that have stuff coming out the trunk. I'm like, well, and then Farley dropped the freestyle. He's like, look, I'm about that life. Damn, Aiden, you, you fucks with me, my gang's gonna I come after you. I can't fuck with none of y'all niggas. Y'all disgust me. When you with your maggot ass friends, don't discuss right, me FN with extended clip. I hope them try to rush me. I hear them saying such and such. A nigga ain't gonna touch me, Woo. big body bends. Remember, I used to be dusty. 
now I want my money. All hundreds, hundreds in, in a rush, rush please. please. He still has that uh, delivery. And finally, a lot of you are asking, where did you get the shirt? Well, I, I quickly went on Teespring and ended up using Bryson Witt's Bryson Witt's drawing. Yes, that's right. There's Farley back there as a trans. Right there. Farley as a trans. A transformer with Chinese stuff. And I put a little Ford logo, but with the word woke. And you can get it if you want. I am making literally $3 profit because I needed something out of my head. Got the sample. Looked exactly like I wanted it. So for any of you that are interested in buying the shirt, you can go to Teespring right now and get it. That's right. Go to Teespring, uh, YDBT Apparel, and you can get... I, I, got, I got a sample size because I wanted to make sure that the material was good. So you can get them in these sizes and 2XL is still going to be 30 bucks after after it's all said and done with shipping. I think it's like $33, which is a little expensive, but it's because of the shirt material. But yeah, that's Bryson Witt's uh, uh, thing back there. And the front says woke instead of Ford. Gotta love it. Gotta trying to get you guys some apparel because I won't be able to get it uh, on my own for a little while because of just time. I don't have the time to manage a whole inventory of, of BS. So yeah, going to be a good time. So let me get the sponsors back up here. We'll get your questions about Global B concerns. Hopefully Alec of Bledsoe of LMP uh, should be good to go. Let me get the link for you guys. Here's the link. Copy. Let's go to the live chat. I'm going to pin the link. So if you guys want a woke Ford shirt, you can get it at the pinned link, which is above. It's going to be a good time. So what do you think about Global B? Do you have a C8? Z, do you C8? Uh, um, Stingray or whatever. Do you have a, a, a Blackwing a Cadillac? Do you have an Escalade V? No, you're all poor. So this is for the big money dudes or guys that have, have had a C8 for a while just waiting on support. Black Cat says, I want to know why my buddy's new 500 mile Mach 1 is door to door with my 2020 GT long tubes FFE catback Luntoon. Oh, it's the Luntoon that's slowing you down, Black Cat. It's the Luntoon. Just get tuned by somebody else. Go. Get tuned by somebody else. It's the Luntoon. You want to know why a Mach 1 with a completely different transmission. It's got a 3160 transmission. So it has a tighter gear ratio than your D4 MT82. But we're not going to talk about that. We're, gonna, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the gear ratio on that trans. The GT350 manifold. The 87mm throttle body. And the 110mm cold air. We're not going to talk about that. And the gear ratio. We're just going to ignore all that. My buddy in a stock Mach 1 beats my Luntuned GT. Oh, no shit. Late model performance in the house says it's going to be a serious game changer. See, I don't know that because I'm not in that world. Are there a lot of C8 guys, Blackwing guys, and CTS, I'm sorry, uh, V Escalade guys clamoring for parts? Maybe, but I'm not in that world. But I could imagine, I could imagine if... Um, Let's say the Dark Horse, right? <laughs> That's a bad example because it's not out yet. But let's say 21 and up Mustang was not able to be tuned. People were buying them anyway in hopes of the release happening and being the first. And then they were stuck with them. I think that was that's what was happening with C8 Corvette guys. They were going, wait a minute. I got to put in an, a standalone? I got to put in a standalone and fuel tech and a separate controller for the trans and twin turbos for this thing to run eights? Yeah, and they probably said, F that. But most of the guys I see here in South Florida that have C8 Corvettes, they're just nice cars with wheels, some body kits. They're not really out there racing. I don't know. 
that if now that support is being offered, that they're going to make those cars fast. But parts, 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 parts is the name of the game. Now you can install a header on a C8 Corvette and tune it if it didn't uh, allow you to tune it before. Now you can do flex stuff. Now you can do, I don't know if TCM is available yet for C8 Corvette. So just like GT500, because you saw what uh, Farley said the other day. Farley said that he doesn't have access to the IP of 20 or so of the modules on his vehicles. That's right. Ford does not have access to their own seatbelt control module, body control module, transmission control module. They have to go back to the manufacturer and say, hey, is it okay for me to manipulate your product so that it can act a way that we think is deemed fit onto our vehicles? It's nuts. So Late Model says, lots of C8 guys. We sold more Blackwing online parts today than we have in the past month. We have one in the shop with the ECM already out of it. So there's got to be two or three guys at HP Tuners. They grab computers, labeled, unlock them, send them out. It's going to be like a seven-day process. So you ship it to them. So if you got a Blackwing and you want to tune today, it's going to be at least 10 days before you your shop has hands-on. So understand that right up front. Same thing with 21 F-150 guys in the Lund Tuner and HP Tuners. You have to send the EC, PCM, ECM, whatever, to HP Tuners. They got to unlock it. It's a 10-day process. Three days to ship there. One to three days for them to do it. Three days to ship back. So prepare for that. I heard to see it. It's not big enough difference unless you go boost. They don't care, Jordan Fitfasses. They don't care. They just want to get after it. Who was first to market with Coyote Tuning? That's a good question. Bama, if I'm not mistaken. Bama. Like, and maybe not the first person ever to flash a Coyote, but maybe the first company to, in terms of volume, offer Coyote Tuning was Bama. Tell me about Bama Tuning right now. That's the thing. First to market, I don't think is as important than best to market. There are going to be really smart people out there that have manipulated these LT transmissions and similarly equipped vehicles. Because one thing about Chevy and Ford is if you're familiar with, let's say, 4R70 stuff, you know, like like a, a Eek 4, Eek 5, um, AMZ2, Copperhead, um, what is the other one? Uh, uh, oak, Spanish Oak, Copperhead, Tricor, uh, TC298, and all that stuff. I just named all the, sh the Ford computers. The, the, the layout of the tables are similar, so they should look familiar to your eyes. When I go, let's say when we used to fuck with SCT, I would go to their software, and I, 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 can, I can manipulate SCT software five times as fast as HP tuners. Number one, uh, when you go from the engine tab to the trans tab, there's a delay that pisses me off. And then when you open a, then when you open a window, so you got to change your views. So anyway, if you're a tuner really familiar with a platform, well, unlocking the new stuff is going to be awesome because you know where to go immediately. Okay, I do this, I that. Look, it's a similar infrastructure. Look, it's a similar values. I can probably copy paste certain things in there yes a9l is the only one that matters bro that's a i love that that he knows a9l rocco zioli looks like i'm having a black wing when i'm buying the black wing when i'm done with the nursing school instead of a v3 yes so now 
Now, the price of V3s drop. That's right. If a black wing is now tunable, the prices of V3s will drop. The black wing has a more favorable trend, 10 speed, if I'm not mistaken, and a manual. So you don't need a TCM for that because you're a man. And uh, I think you, if you, if you're a Cadillac guy, a uh, 10R or 10L, whatever the hell it is, black wing with a port. E85 or flex tuning with cooling mods, it's going to be like a 1070, 1060, 1050 car. Sorry, that's quick for minimal mods. AOL is a PCM to have. Vengeance Racing makes some awesome cars. Yeah, but you got to understand, Vengeance Racing does make awesome stuff, but there are smaller shops that have even more impressive stuff. They just don't have the big brand. And those guys probably are a little miffed that they didn't get um, access to it, but you got to look at it from a marketing point of view. They don't look at it as this is the best shop that gets after it. This is the most visible, like, like, okay. A lot of places like Ford and others, they do the same thing. They go, who has the biggest reach? Who has the biggest footprint on social media? Well, if you're a YouTuber and you have 5 million followers, they're liable to give you stuff before anyone else has it so that more eyes can see it. Don't be mad about that. Once you, the better shop, gets your hands on it, like a horse race, everyone's going to be running the same numbers. And then one of you will just start to eke out better and you find something in the tune, you find something in the hardware, you find the magic potion that just puts you ahead of the game and the others are gonna be playing catch up. We at Lund Racing are seeing posts of data that we knew three years ago on 18 and up Mustang. Like we knew it. We knew that that, that would happen. But if Lund was to go online and say, oh, we figured that out three years ago, Lund Racing's footprint isn't huge. So no one will see what Lund Racing has done unless you're in the Lund Racing community. So you got to understand, you just got to stay quiet and then run a number because people are still seeing videos of Lund Racing stuff that was 10 years old. Right now, I saw a 2015, in 2015, Ghost Cam Idol clip start to circulate around. I'm like, that is old. That's, that's almost 10 years old right now. It's 2023. That was late 2014. And, but, it, but, it, oh, hey, can you tell me about this? That's not everyone knows what's happening. SVT Snake says, Alex is right. Vengeance has spent like two years working with Morris Racing Engines and they still can't get a Gen 5 Viper into the sixes. Meanwhile, Enthmoto did it on accident and now runs 6.8 with the ACR. And again, nothing against uh, Vengeance. I think Vengeance is a great shop. But would I take my car to Vengeance to make my ZR1 the fastest ZR1 around? If Alejandro Flores has the ability to take his C6ZR1 to anywhere to make it the fastest I choose from two people. Rami Zaidan of Two Auto Solutions or LMP of MD based on what they've done and based on the data. And I talked to him. I have a personal relationship with the dude. Nothing against Vengeance. I think they could do a great job. I think they can make a thousand horsepower with a ported two, three headers, cam, E85. Well, I get it. It's a cookie cutter thing right now. 
But what I'm talking about, how I want to build, and I have the utmost confidence, two auto, LMP, 100%. Michael says, vegan e-racing, vegan e what a crock. They won't tune in unless they build it, and you have to use them for motor work. Okay, see, now I don't know anything about Vengeance, but I know that certain people get access to stuff first because of the name. We don't get that access, and I think... I think that we have a huge name in the Ford thing, in the Ford racing and the things. I guarantee Ford has given access to motherfuckers you don't even know. You don't even know half of these guys. But the person responsible, the people responsible for tuning 80% of the coyote market that matters and is fast doesn't have access to the badass shit. Late model says black wings will be faster than the V3. They are 10 speed and lighter. I want a V3. Not because, not because I think it's better. It's because I can probably afford one. It'll probably $65,000 in a year or two or low sixties, high fifties in a year or two. I like how they look. They're long, they're big, they're beautiful. A black wing is going to be a hundred thousand dollars for the next two or three years because it's going to be the last. I don't know that Chevy or GM has plans to release any other V8 rear-wheel drive sedans with a different body style and different architecture. Does anyone out there know if, if they're going to do that? Does anyone out there have inside information that tells you GM is going to absolutely have a next-generation V in about five years? I don't know that. Um, happy to be in the Lund racing community. Still waiting on all the friend requests to be fulfilled. Not going to happen. <laughs> Butch says vegan e-racing sounds like a vegan EV car club. What will the limitations be when it comes to boosting the C8s, the internals at this point? Because now tuners have access to scaling. They can now scale the uh, spark, air mass, air low. They can shut off the math if they want. Just tune its speed density if they want. Uh, they can do, they can cam the thing. So now if it's on a LT platform, which has been pretty proven, if you see these LTs, I talk shit on the LS and the LSs I talk shit about is not the LS nine or the LS three. I talk shit about the four, eight, five, three, six, oh, dud. Those guys that think a $500 motor can be just plopped into a car, throw a carburetor on it or Holly and an 800 shot. And you got a seven second combo for 1600 bucks. That's just not the case. Those guys are psycho. Those are the guys I make fun of. Um, late model says we still hold the V3 record after two years. So what is it? 960. So the V3 record, as far as I know, is a nine, six, but a V2 has been sevens. But standalone, blah, 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 blah. Do you guys separate that by computer? Because we do, because we're stupid. Because the, the the casual fan will see a car go sixes with a Mustang body and not care that it has a um what's 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 that motor? Um Proline 481X with a Pro Charger. Like people, people literally go to the tracks and go, oh my God, that Mustang just went, you know, 620. Then you go to the pits and you're like, wait a minute. That's not a coyote. <laughs> no shit. It's a 481X crazy thing. And they're like, oh, but a computer controls it. Stop. 
TRD Ricky says, Alex, in your opinion, what's a 14 GT premium, 42,000 miles worth bone stock? 23 or $22,000? <clears throat> um, Chevy didn't invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in V8 engines for nothing. I'm sure they'll have a V8 hybrid like in the vet in other platforms. Uh, late model says, I, and by the way, I know Alec Bledsoe is super busy. So the fact that he's in here answering questions is awesome. And I appreciate that. The LT2 won't hold much, but the C8Z06 will be a serious game changer and it'll make big power on a stock long block. How many of you, how many of you remember me saying that once Chevy gets a hold of a dual overhead cam motor and tuners are able to tune it, the ghost cam tune will be a thing on Chevy platforms. Just you wait. C8Z06 is LT stuff. I said C8 uh, Corvette base stuff is pushrod, but the dual overhead cam stuff on the Z06 C8 version is dual overhead cam. Wait until people are able to tune those and put a ghost cam tune in it. Watch it happen. I guarantee it. Nestor says, how's the house stuff going along? Looked at a house an hour from where I live Sunday. Beautiful house. But I looked at it Sunday and by Monday they were pressuring me to like make an offer. And I said, look, I am not, I'm not going to off. I'm not going to make an offer on a house. I just saw There's a lot more homes to look at, but this house is beautiful. The problem with the house was, was the following. It was an incompletely podunk part of Florida. I'm not even going to tell you where it was, but I saw it online. I thought it was beautiful. I walked through it. It was gorgeous. Big, big, big two-car garage. I could have fit a ton of stuff in there. Put a lift the whole nine yards. The location. I drove around the city. Bro, it, 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 Walmart is what was the most impressive thing about the whole place. Stop it. Uh, yep, exactly. I bet HP Tuners has already has one chopping away in the shop. Right. HP Tuners probably has a C8Z06 in their garage right now trying to figure out the ghost cam tune. And they'll have a little tab, but it'll say choppy idle. That's what the choppy idle enable switch. <laughs> Stop it. Dual overhead cam engines are better in many ways than push try to make a thousand to a thousand, fifteen hundred. Yep. We know that because on the, um, the Gen 1 Coyote, again, all being stock except rods and pistons. Let's say everything's stock except rods and pistons. I'm saying heads. I'm saying cams. I'm saying that could make a 1,000 because that's what the Gen 2 Coyote is. A slightly better headed, mid-lock cam, better rods, piston, Coyote. And then the Gen 3 is a DI higher compression version of that. And, and all of them can make a thousand when the Chevy guys now see what we've been experiencing since 2011, they're going to, they're going to love it. And Chevy guys, after getting their hands on a C8 Z06 are going to want to fuck with coyote stuff. Bet me, but this is where the similarities end. You have to have ridiculous access to be able to tune a coyote, uh, in a, um, in a certain way for it to drive well, because what is what is what, but for it to drive well, completely different ball game. Kellen says, do you think Lund will possibly be tuning the C8? No, Lund will never. I repeat, Lund will never add a completely different platform to the tuning pro. No, Chevy 
no nothing. I have an LS901. They're not even remotely interested in messing with anything LS, LT, Z06, nothing. They will not do any of that stuff. They'll leave it up to the Chevy shops. And you know what? That's what we should do. We should stay as a specialty Ford tuner. Was there a Cricket Wireless or Popeyes near the house? Or if not, you have your answer. Um, no. There wasn't. Okay. This town doesn't have a Chick-fil-A. This town does not, doesn't have a Chick-fil-A. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. But as you can go drink coffee with the old timers at the Walmart snack bar. Exactly. No clue, bro. Walk yourself into them. We don't even try. Okay. Uh, didn't Caddy have a V8 Dolovet Cam motor in one of their cars recently, uh, 19 or 20? Yeah, but it never took off with the tuners. See, what um, what software companies need to realize is you need to talk to the racer because the racer, he doesn't just tune the car, slap a drag radial on it, and go to the track. The racer scales the car. Get make sure the weight is on point. Suspension. They spend as much time with suspension tuning than anything. And then if they're that meticulous and are competent PCM tuners and trans tuners, that combination will perform better. But what do what 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 do software companies and everyone else does? They go after the big fish, the big name. And I go, that's fine and all for promotion. But if you want to showcase what your product can do, you have to let the racer have their hands on it. If you don't let the racer have their hands on your product, it's only going to hurt your product. You got to let them have access to it. But they don't do that. They go, who's got the most Instagram followers? Let's give them that stuff. <clears throat> like, does anyone here, and no offense to her, Think Amelia Hartford is a legit racer? Anyone. Does anyone here think that? She's a nice person, seemingly. Good to look at. Races. But no one would ever look at you and say, that woman is a hell of a driver. Right? That woman can really dial in a suspension on, on, on a tricky track. She has a team behind her. Whatever. If I have a product, and I want to release it to someone to make that product the best product. I will do my research and go, who is who is tied to a similar product? Let's say Dodge, right? Let's say Dodge, right? I need a Dodge to go fast. Tell me on the chat, guys, who you would pick to make a Dodge fast. I know three shops. DBR, Ripa, Tuned. And Bailey's, because they fucks with Chevy stuff. I'm sorry, uh, Dodge stuff. And I've seen their stuff run numbers. Ripa, DBR, and Bailey's. But some people, some people would go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Dodge? Um, uh, let's give it to the, 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 the fat guy, no offense, the, 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 the hillbilly that puts diesels on things. Right? Think about it. Oh, Wesley Chaplin has 3 million viewers, so we'll give it to him. No. You give it to someone that is familiar with that platform and runs the best number in that platform. Alec Bledsoe says, I have more time in the white ZL1 suspension tuning than ECM, TCM tuning. So, if people go, whoa, how can I make a Dodge go fast? And they don't consider... 
Rip, Ripa, Bailey's, or DBR? I probably don't care about that part. Tim Barth, HHP for Dodge. Yeah, I don't know who those are. <laughs> May oh, wait, there's another guy. There's another guy we met. Um, there's a lot, but I'm talking about people I see go fast. And it's those three guys. Maybe some of you are laughing. Oh my God, that guy screwed over my buddy on a motor deal. <laughs> you know, every shop has that. Like every single shop has that. Every single platform has that shop that has screwed people. Turvy Performance. Alfredo Diaz says she's bait for the coffee truck company at my work. Specifically hires good looking fit girls and they make bank off of tips. Uh, I don't even know who she is. Xander, he says. Yeah, right. Not sure about shops, but the name I've heard for Hellcats other than Mopars is Dust Correct. Dusterhoff, Ripa, a, uh, DBR, and Bailey's. Um, maybe there's one shop because now look at that. I don't know, right? I don't know who is the best out of the ones I named. Meaning if I bought myself a Charger, Challenger, or a Viper out of all things. Actually, Viper to me, it's its own thing. Viper to me, you take it to... I'm not going to say Calvo and I have nothing against Calvo, but I've seen a lot of Viper shops really get after it that didn't have the name Calvo to it. So I think HP tuners for popularity and getting the name out there, gave, you know, gave access to shops that have a bigger footprint. Did they give it to the best shops that mess with the best Chevy stuff? Probably not. And you can make that argument. If you're a fan of Vengeance and the people that got access, you can make that argument. If you're a fan of theirs, great. But I think there are better shops that should have gotten first dibs access to make your product better. But what are you going to do? And again, you got to understand how relationships work. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad if you do not get picked to R&D parts for anybody. This is why personal relationships matter. I guarantee right now, I guarantee right now, there's somebody at HP Tuners or SET or a parts company or Ford that says, I'm not going to give anything to Lund because of Alex. And I understand that I could be a lightning rod for that kind of thing. So personal feelings get involved, but they don't look at it from my point of view. If you work with us and you want honest reviews and feedback, great. If you want your ass sniffed, probably not the best company to fuck with. Which Duster was tuning for Ripple back in the day, uh, but they had a fallout split. What's your PayPal, Alex? No, I'm not giving you anything. Pookie is the go-to. <laughs> I don't want money. I mean, look, give me a, a $2 super chat and say thanks or whatever. Don't, do not. I don't want. Oh, my PayPal is this. So you, trust me. Yes, I want money, but it's weird if I actually tell you my PayPal for money. <clears throat> Would you pick the new Dark Donkey over the new M2? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, thought it'd be extra. Lizzo, think he meant simp, not tips. Holly Cobra for a Gen 2 6R80. What's happening with people? Um, no, no, no. What I'm saying, Michael Locks, is this. Shops. Let's say I am a parts manufacturer and I want to have the best shop vet my part and give me the best feedback on that part. You know, because not everybody owns a 1500 horsepower Viper. Same thing with Mustang. That's the issue with Mustangs, right? You will see someone promote a supercharger or a turbo kit 
that it ran sixes or sevens as if to say, we're the best buy from us. What about the 700 to 1,000 horsepower guy who doesn't need dumps, who doesn't need fender exits, who doesn't need 6872s or 7278s or whatever the freaking hell? They just want to make 800. That's, that, that is 80% of the public. Where the eight and eight second and under guy is like 7%. So do you want to make money? Or do you want to be the fastest? And that's where that's where the the conversation has to be taken to. If if you're a part manufacturer, you gotta go, okay, I want to sell the most out of this part. So you're not gonna build this big, beefy, crazy control arm, let's say. Let's say you have the best control arm design. You you hit your head on the sink, and when you came up, you had a control arm design in your head. And you say, Well, this thing needs to hold 28,000 horsepower. And then you bring it to a shop and they go, this is great. It went sixes. Well, now you're going to sell five of those. Five. Stock motor stuff hits a brick wall after a full bolt-on. No, it doesn't. Full bolt-on. What? <laughs> stock, stock motor stuff hits a brick wall after full bolt-on? Are you talking Chevy or Ford? Stop it. Thinking of selling my Viper for a Huracan. Problem is, the Huracan is like $100,000 more. Keep the Viper. If you have a Gen 5 Viper, keep it. I don't think I'm ever going to get rid of the ZR1. It's not the best ZR1. Like if it had a, if, if I had a 5,000 mile ZR1, I'd probably sell it because now I'm going to start messing a really good car up. But this thing has over 50,000 miles and a couple of nicks and scratches here and there. So I don't care. But I, why sell it? If in some future someone wants a potential 800 to 900 horsepower ZR1, it, oh, here's, here's, and in a cruise, in value, yeah, I'm in. But I think Gen 5 Vipers are all going to go up in value. I wouldn't get rid of it at all. Hey, brother, thank you very much, Mr. D and G Brandon, for the money. Again, you don't have to give me that much, but I really, really appreciate it. Hello, hello. Going to catch you live now and replay tomorrow. Appreciate that. A tuner told me that Dodge's ECMs are so slow, they have to command the shift way early so it hit on the spot with 2015 to 2018 trucks. Ah, well... Okay, I'm just going to talk about Fords. Fords have anticipation logic that you can turn on or off. You have to do special things. When it's off, it'll act a different way. Now, on 10R80 and 6R80, if in the tune, I have it set up to hit at a certain target RPM, say 7,500, and it's doing it fine forever, I shouldn't ever have to change it because that is programming. Now, if you switch out the transmission and the new transmission has tighter tolerances, it'll shift early. So now I have to change that. But if it slams a limiter, that has nothing to do with the tuning. There is excess clearances there. So maybe Dodge stuff has anticipation logic, right? Or I'm not even going to give the name away because I don't want to give stuff away. But let's just say Dodge's transmission stuff what you can see is all you think that is editable. While Dodge engineers would go, no, the way we built that calibration. Do you guys think like Dodge engineers tuned their trucks with HP tuners? Do you guys think Ford guys used SCT and HP tuners? 
Anderson PMSs? No. They have their own proprietary software that sees everything. Everything. And it spits out a binary and it did. They open it. Okay. So Dodge probably has something similar. Let's say an A2L or a C file. Now, let's say the commercially available software that you have is not able to index that. But let's say you have a buddy that knows how to index that stuff, a guy that's really good at hex editing, or he's he understands the language the tunes are written on. Okay, so now he goes, look, there's a whole bunch of other stuff over here. Look, I found, I found this whole island of crap over here. Well, can you make a software to index that stuff and make it something that we can edit? I think so. And if he's talented enough, he'll make his own software that he'll able be he'll be able to edit stuff. But without giving too much away, that's the sauce. The stuff that is not commercially available in cars that you have access to to manipulate stuff is the sauce. I mean, sorry. They pop Ringlands easy on 93. Who? What? What's he talking about? Boosted coyotes on pump gas are not worth risk no matter what. The gen. 10 PSI. What? I went 1090s. 10 PSI on a gen 1 coyote. What are you talking about? That's fast. On 93 octane? On the same tune I could drive from here to Alaska and back and run 10s? That's not impressive? Get out of here. Um... Jordan Fitzfasses says, those Dodge ECUs may be slow, but the eight-speed trans are torque monsters. Correct. I think whoever makes the trans for Dodge should have joined with Ford because the 10R80 is such butt cheeks. It's such a dud-ass transmission. Now, that's not to say that you can't help it live 10 passes, but I don't know of any 10R80 owner that makes over 900 rear-wheel horsepower that races every weekend that doesn't rebuild or replace his transmission once a year. I don't know of any 900-plus horsepower 10R80 Coyote owner that races every weekend. That means three qualifying passes and maybe two passes if he makes it to round two. That's five passes every week. For the summer, that trans is smoked, son. It's smoked. Late model say something else? No, he's not. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, what's he talking about here? If Is it correct that late model performance that the DI Chevy doesn't benefit from ethanol due to it being less prone to detonation from being injected within a few degrees of injection timing besides cooling? Oh, the cooling's a huge difference. You've seen that the moment they start switching over to flex, horsepower comes up. A lot. They, they they stop the pump gas stuff, and then all of a sudden, they really start making big power because it is now more uh, detonation prone. I'm sorry. There has a little more knock protection, and you can shove more timing in it. Now, on a DI motor, let's say, okay, I don't know anything about DI when it comes to Chevy stuff, but the Gen 3 Coyote stuff follows the same old crap that um, Gen 1, Gen 2 Coyotes does. The 10 PSI pump gas 93 octane will tolerate about depending on this depending on the uh, power rider let's say a positive displacement blower Whipple Edelbrock uh, VMP 15 to 16 degrees on pump gas at a 1.5 1.6 air load 10 or 11 psi a centrifugal more because it doesn't make that air load until over 6,000 rpms so it is you know not really seeing peak torque until the the engine is really whizzing and the knock sensors really don't mind it on e85 I can shove five more degrees in it five bam here you go 
Exactly. Late model performance says, not true at all. DI stuff makes more on 85 than a PI platform. So there you go, from the horse's mouth. Getting a Luntun suit from a Gen 1 6 or 85 oh, does Lun take a manual ship buttons into consideration? If it's a 13 to 14, yes. If you have a Gen 1 Coyote, a 6R80, 13, 14, they came into, they, they had shift, you know, uh, select shift. But again, that is not something you should try to play with. That is tow haul mode carried over from the F-150. That is just there to maybe lock it in gear, do a hit, and then bump it into drive or something like that. I, I wouldn't rely on the manual shifting. Uh, you know, with the select shift on a Gen 1 Coyote. That that that, that computer is dumb. He says even E30 makes a difference. But again, is that E30 and 70% hot dog water late model performance? We talked about that on one of my shorts. Is it 70% hot dog water? Or is it 93 octane with E85 mixed in so that it equals E50, E30? E Say... Seven gallons of pump gas 93 and let's say two or three gallons of tested verified E85. Not hot dog water, pump E30. Whoever told to whoever Toyota got to make the eight-speed in the Lexus RCF is makes a badass transmission, super responsive and holds power, and is from transmission that supposedly never needs fluid change. Well, I don't believe that shit. I think they use a trans, the Mercedes. Mendoza County says, only TikTok fanboys worship the 10R80. Anyone who races consistently knows the best thing to do for the car is a 10 turbo 400 swap, unless you have big pockets to spend 5,000 on rebuilds every couple of months. Exactly. I don't think a 10R80 with big boy power can actually take a, a season of racing. Are you sure? Late model performance. 93 and E30, so 70% hot dog water makes power on DI? Shit. <laughs> I guess the Chevy LT runs on anything. Can you daily perform... Can you daily... Wait, what's that here? Can you daily a Turbo 400 like the 10R80? No way. No, no. I wouldn't daily a, 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 a Turbo 400. The reason is the converter that you get is going to be something that's probably non-lockup. Now, you're going to have to get potentially... So 93 and 3 gallons of E. Oh, there you go. Late model. Thank you. You scared me for a second. Well, 93 and 3 gallons of E85. Exactly. Not E30. Because <laughs> then you got 70% hot dog water. Um, but uh, what the hell was I saying? Okay. So you need like a diode. You need a diode for the converter not to freewheel all the time. So you need a mechanical diode. You, the converter has to be able to, it's going to spin freely, so it's going to create heat. So you need a lot of cooling on a Turbo 400. But if you get a, like a gear vendors, right? Let's say you have a Turbo 400 with a gear vendors, which is basically an overdrive. Yeah, you could daily a Turbo 400 in my opinion. Alex, can you put the link of the whole sh of the Wokeshirt in the description? Unable to pull it up. It's in the pinned chat. Future Sean, click the link in the pinned chat. What do you mean? It's pinned at the top. Don't you see that big blue thing at the top? It's pinned. Click that. LT engine runs on spit in Mountain Dew. Turbo 400 versus 10 already is the crossroads of what car will be built for. Absolutely. Now you're good. Yeah, because when you said E30, I went, uh-oh. We guys, hot dog water vendors are like, Mortimer, we're back. No, no, no. He, he, he misspoke. As a Lexus technician, I can tell you right now, the RCF 
Trans definitely gets flushed after about 50,000 miles, but it sure does respond great, and it's pretty strong. No one talks about how a 400 and a glide need a converter looser than uh, toddler's shoes. Exactly. That's what I was saying. The converter... Okay, so let's say you get a cone converter, and and it, and it, and it stalls at or flashes at 5,500 RPMs because turbo 400. That thing is going to be what? just freewheeling when you're just around. Now, if you want a tight converter, so you go to B&M, you get a B&M street strip thing, throw it in there, that thing stalls at two 2,000. Yeah, sure. Daily, that motherfucker. It's not ever going to get hot. Be right back. going to make hot dogs so I can fill up my gas tank. I close the chat, reopen it. It'll come out again as a pinned comment. Pin don't work. I just clicked it. I just clicked it. It works perfectly. Look, I'll do it again. Look at that. Actually, I'll do it live. Here we go. Let's do it live for you, for you guys that say it does not work. Display capture. Okay, boom. See me? See this mouse? See me click it? See what opens up? The shirt. <laughs> so stop telling me it doesn't work. Learn how to compute unless you have an iPhone. If you have an iPhone, you're already a dud-ass loser that likes to have the same phone your grandfather and your four-year-old can manipulate. Um, four two hundred would be best between turbo four hundred and ten R eighty. Yes, but the people don't. The thing is, the four two hundred cannot be controlled by the ten R eighty computer. Now, I've already talked to Jake about this. We need a manual valve body or an aftermarket controller that isn't a uh, U.S. Shift Quick Six to control the four R two hundred transmission. It needs to have the pressure all the way jacked up, and it's gonna shift like it has a shift kit. And it's going to go one, two, three, three, two, one, and then flick a button for overdrive. That needs to happen. And then you can put a 4R200 in any modular car without needing trans tuning. You handle it with the aftermarket box, but that takes a huge undertaking. Bryson Witt says, I just ordered the shirt. The, the, the pin works. And again, it's your artwork, but you know, I stole it. Alex, have some pulls on the highway. My tent already started smoking and leaking. The temps got hot, hot. Drove back home with no issues. Had a shop check the ATF level, and it was good. What do you think? It has a puke. Um, it has a little puke uh, nipple on the top of it. So if you if you flog your tent already back to back to back to back, it'll get hot. Fluid expands and it pukes its guts out until it cools down again. So now the the, the trance has told you what not to do. Homie got a pop-up blocker. Exactly, he has to have a pop-up blocker. Oh, you mean me? I have a pop-up blocker. Would a Gen 2 630 be as reliable in the ESS Supercharger G3 looking for 700 horsepower to start? Do you think OPGs are necessary? OPGs are not necessary at about that power level, but if you have a, uh, like, Vega, uh, Mr. Vega, I'm going to I'm gonna shout out one of our customers who went, He in, he's in Texas right now. He is an absolute psycho. At over 100-degree weather, he took an ESS on E85 stick with nothing crazy for boost. It only has a 120 millimeter pulley. And he went out there, stick shift uh, in super heat, running great numbers. Vega, I think uh, his last name is something Vega. Uh, is, is, it, uh, is it Juan Vega? Uh, let me look in the Lund Racing Support Group. Hold on, Lund Racing Support Group. And I'm going to see, boy, this thing sounded good. I appreciated him posting and it got tuned up at Brian Luna's shop, uh, Mexico. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Okay. So this is a 120 millimeter pulley on the 85. So it's only making about 700 rubble horsepower. Nothing crazy. Uh, 
in super hot weather down at the Texas Motorplex in Dallas. So I don't know how hot it is right now over there, but this is what I love to see. When our customers go out there and listen to us, this is an ESS supercharged vehicle. So you need to get up on the two-step to launch this thing. If not, it'll bog. Shad Hoffman, pay attention. I love Shad Hoffman. He's a great guy, but he really needs to pay attention to what this guy is doing. This is Eric Vega. Maybe you don't think that's spectacular, but 1049 is respectable in the heat with an ESS on a stick car. That car with a 100 millimeter pulley is a nine second stick shift car. And I love that he leaves on a two step and straight dumps the clutch. Gotta love people like that. People like that are people I pay attention to. So now, if you're gonna ask me, Alex, how come you gave Eric Vega the sauce and you didn't give me the sauce? Did you see how he set up his car? Did you see how he launched his car? Did you hear the shifts? Why wouldn't I pay more attention to him? He has it figured out. I don't have to do anything to him. Hey, let's tune you up, making good power, boom. But if you show me that you're inept and you don't really know much about the racing game, well, I'm going to say, look, I can help you as much as I can, but eventually you're going to have to learn some of this stuff on your own, dude. You're going to have to go up there and break stuff. And this guy with a two-step ESS, 120 millimeter pulley running 1050, 1049 in heat. Wait until that guy gets 50 degree air in the, in the, in the late fall, early winter in Dallas. That car is going to be a 1030, 1020 car easily with a 120 millimeter pulley. And then with a 115 or 110, he will go well into the nines. I suspect Eric Vega, once he gets the tire, suspension, clutch situation 100% figured out at a bigger, at a higher power level, it'll be a 980 car and he can drive it home with an ESS wish blower. Stop it. Uh, good stuff. And again, the clutch is not happy, Joe Swish, but you need a fuse. It's okay if it slips in the gear shift, but as long as it couples in the meat of the torque, I think he's fine. He's not losing anything. Same thing happens to me when I first bought my 10R80. Uh, thought it was overfilled personally, Ford service, and I never had an issue again. There you go. Clutch definitely gone. On, got, got the sauce. Damn, should have gotten the G4. That's badass. Dump the clutch. Money for everyone. I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm okay with Mr. Vega. It's racing. And the way that thing launched tells me he's got it figured out. So if he hits me up in the ticket system, Alex, what do you think? You don't think I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to go, Oh, I just throw another pulley out of, but I'm going to go, okay, well let, let's take a look at those logs. Let's see where we can improve. Let's see for signs of clutch slip because you, your driving and your suspension is figured out. And again, remote tuned at uh, Mexico racing league via Brian Luna and the crew chief down there and never seen the car running a good number Remote tuning works. That's my goal for my car to run tens by the end of summer. You got this, no problem. That two-step sounded like a second shift racing video intro. Yes. One of the best things to add in your 10R is 170, 160 degree thermostat and aux trans cooler with a PBH 180 degree thermostat off attempt switch. Bro, you got it figured out. You, this guy absolutely gave you guys the recipe. There you go. Transmissions hate heat. 
So let's keep it on the cool side. All right, let me um, announce the giveaways. Let me, here we go. Let's do two giveaways. Speaking of ESS, well, we're going to give away pulleys and the belt. You don't have to do nothing but just take it off. So first up, 105 millimeter pulley with the 105 millimeter belt. It is the black regular micro V belt. This is going to be given to you for free. We're going to answer a trivia question. Again, this is a six rib ESS 105 millimeter belt. There you go. 105 millimeter belt, six rib. You literally put this on this. Remember, my 110 millimeter pulley made 795 rear wheel horsepower through Sunoco 260 GT. So this will make 820 or so if you put it on with about 21 or 20 degrees of timing. And then we're also going to give away a 100 murder death kill pulley with the green belt. That's right. I'm going to give you the green belt. This was all provided to me by ESS. But I got rid of the car and I wasn't about to sell this and make a profit off it. I'd rather give it to the people. This is the kill pulley. This is the 870, 880, maybe 900, depending if you have cams or not, and a good revving manifold in good weather. This probably can get you close to 900 rear wheel horsepower if you rev it high enough or at least high 800s. Again, giving away 100 millimeter and 105 millimeter ESS pulley setup today. So we'll. Uh, do a little bit of that in a little bit. Do a little trivia stuff. I don't even know what to ask. But again, members, and, and this is a members-only giveaway because you guys pay to be here, so I appreciate you even more. Um, but da -da -da, I already have my engage waiting. TX2K still has a PBD tagged in their pick. No, they don't. They changed it to Lund Racing. They were smart. They edited the description, but PBD is still tagged. Yeah, why would they tag P? So if you are on Instagram and saw my story, this is why TX2K to me is just... Like, I don't even consider it as a as whatever. They had a picture of, I think, this guy named Corey. Or I think his name is Corey. The car was up, all fours, all off the ground, and they tagged PBD as if they were tuning that. And then everyone went in there and said, no, that's a Lund Everyone knows that's a Lund Racing tuned car. Everyone knows that. But the problem is this. TX2K don't care about Mustangs. TX2K hates Mustangs. Do you think TX2K was happy to see Brett LaSala win? They probably yelled on the mic and said, yeah, badass. But inside he was going, I really wish a Supra would have won it. I really wish a GTR would have won it. I really wish anything but a Mustang would win a Texas 2K event. They hate on Mustangs so bad. So when I saw that post, I went, they don't even do the research. Because imagine, imagine, you say it still has PBD tag. Fuck, I'm going in. Let's go. I'm going in. Uh, TX2K. Oh, yeah. You, you already know who runs that page. Uh, okay, so here it is. Let's, uh, let, let, let's move some stuff around to see in real time. Uh, Lund Racing. Right here. Reach for the stars. Lund Racing. So I don't know what you're talking about, but right here, edited 13 hours ago, TX2K reached for the stars at Lund Racing. So good for them. They actually, but they initially had another tuning company up there, but they fixed it. But again, imagine, okay, you guys are better at this shit than I am because I don't know anything about the import car world and I don't care. 
who are two shops that have a similar platform that if you were to confuse them, you would be roasted forever. Someone said, click on the pick. I, I am, I'm literally clicking on the pick. Oh, look at that. Son of a bitch. You're right. Hey, you guys are right. You guys are hundred percent right. Look it. I clicked on the pick. They still have Palm Beach Dino as, <laughs> oh, Texas 2K, don't change. Lund Racing up here, Palm Beach Dino up here. Way to confuse everyone that wants to get, but you know, imagine two rival, actually, they're not rival companies. That's like saying there's a rivalry between a hammer and a nail, you know, but let's say there's two companies that deal with the same cars in the import world. Who, if you were to confuse them, would you be roasted by? Like ETS and like someone else or like two super shops or like real street versus blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. But if you're in that world, it would be blast sheepy and UGR. Someone says Jordan fit fastest says sheepy and UGR. So imagine, and I don't know if this, that's a proper, I don't know. I'm just saying, let's say everyone knows this is in that community that's a sheepy car. I mean, getting it done, doing something cool. And then they tag UGR on it. I mean, people are liable to pull sponsorship. But, oh, oh, don't you know this? But in the Mustang community, we're so hated because one, cars are fast. Hate on them all you want. Say they crash in a crowd. Say whatever you want. Fuck with them. They are fast. And there's a lot of them. So people hate on them. Hell, I got rid of my S550 because of the culture. But that's not to say it's not a fast car. Unreal. Gerardo says, did you read the comment saying that even if it was a PBD car, it would still be a Luntunical? Stop. Oh, bro. You know, that's got to die. It's funny. It's fu Look, it's funny. It, it's very funny. So I can't, I can't hate. I can't hate on a comment like that. It's funny. I, I think people said even if it's their tune, it's still... Luntune. So interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, let's talk about da, 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 da. Okay, let's see how well you guys listen to my chat. What car did I pass my license test in when I was 17 years old? Again, members will win. Who listens very well to my chats? What car did I pass my driving test in? I've, I've usually made it a car centric, but those get really weird. But when it's personal, you don't really forget it. Uh, what did Alex say? Alex say, whoever turns the car up and puts it on the bumper is an idiot for not adjusting suspension. So that situation don't happen. <laughs> uh, Alec, I get it. <laughs> Alfredo Diaz, Cadillac. That's right. Cadillac and F-150, S-50 was second. But Alfredo Diaz, I hope you need a 105 millimeter pulley because it's going to you again. 105 millimeter pulley uh, end belt goes to Alfredo Diaz. If you don't need it, then it's you can sell it. I don't care if you've won before, but a lot of people. Let me see who else got it. Just a memoir got it. Carlos LTX got it. Uh, Car, um, who else? Uh, look it. Just a memoir got even the model number, the, the model Cadillac Fleetwood Broham. Rebuilt anything in HTFU grad. But we have Mr. Who the hell was it that won it? Let me see. Uh, Alfredo Diaz. You win the 105mm pulley and belt from ESS. So Alfredo Diaz. And then, all right, Alfredo Diaz. Again, hit me up and uh, I'll get you 
your uh, belt. And again, this is probably, how much are ESS pulleys? Does anybody know? Put on the chat how much a 105 millimeter pulley is if you were to purchase it, just so that I know how much I'm giving away. It's probably, some, Joe Swish says, I clearly won. Where are you? Just in case. Uh, damn Alec, probably. No, no, you didn't say anything about Cadillac. It was Alfredo Diaz. And again, if you want me to show you the chat right here, bam. When I see the chat, it says Mendoza's Coyote and then Alfredo Diaz, then F-150, SF-50. So I don't know if your chat is late. I don't know how it shows on your end, but on my end, it shows Alfredo Diaz was first. So Alfredo Diaz, YDBT for life, Edgima, 150 bucks for the pulley. So hey, you win 150 bucks. You win a $150 prize. Very good. So now the 100 millimeter pulley with the 100 millimeter belt, gates number KO61015HD. Very nice, very nice. What color was my first notch? What color was my first? Oh, you're you're quoting Joe. Okay, got it. You're quoting F150, SF50. Got it. What color was my notch? So. 100 millimeter pulley, $150 prize. What color was my notch? 86 notch. Back in the day, it was the it was the second car that I had. I'm sorry, third car. I had a black 86 or red 87. Oh, look at that. Alfredo Diaz, you're not going to get it again. Fuck you. JD Swag's going to get it because you're not going to win both pulleys. So JD Swag, but damn it, you guys won recently. You guys won recently. But look, I got, I got to be honest. If you... No, no, you didn't win anything, Alfred, uh, um, JD Swag, did you? I gave you a shirt and stickers. I think I, I comped that, but uh, Alfredo Diaz already won, so screw that. And we got uh, JD Swag. Now, if JD Swag doesn't want this, because JD Swag would be the next guy, the next guy would be 313 Mike M. So, JD Swag, do you. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Fidel Ella. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Fidel Ella was the second, but he's not a member, so it's going to be 313 Mike if JD Swag doesn't want it. So JD Swag, let me know if you want the 100mm pulley and belt to ship to Canada. If you say no thank you, I appreciate it. It'll be 313 Mike's because Fidel Ella is not a member. And again, I apologize if you don't like that, but I give it away to whoever the fuck I want to give it away to. And again, JD Swag's unless, um, unless he doesn't want it, and then he ends up... Uh, through and through, Michael Geddes. So, JD Swag, where are you? Answer that question, and then we'll get get good going on the show. Talk a little more. Someone says red, gray, white. What's happening? Uh, da, 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 da. Come on, JD Swag, answer. Do you want? Do you want it? If you want, I'll send it to you. No problem. But if you don't, Alice, give it to the next guy. I have a Vortec V3. Thanks. Oh, three one three, Mike. Congratulations, three one three, Mike. You get it, three one three, Mike. Mike M. That's nice that JD give it up like that, and it saves me money shipping to Canada. So three one three, Mike M. Hit me up. And you win the 100 millimeter pulley and belt that JD Swag was nice enough to give up the prize on. So, just to recap, what we've talked about today is Global B. Now, let's be honest. And if Alec Bledsoe is still on, knowing what you know now, what's the car to get that has a Global B platform? What's, is it the C8 or is it the V? Blackwing. It's not the Escalade because that's crazy. So if you are a Chevy guy and you live in the Chevy world and Global B is now able to be tuned or the Global B architecture is able to be 
you know, not a problem for tuning, which one do you get? Oliver Bryan says, Alex, are you set up with an LLC? No. I literally stroke a check for over $20,000 a year to the IRS every year. That's why I wanted to buy a house to offset my taxes. And I don't care about the interest rate. I need the tax break, but I think that's going to be next. We'll see. And again, 313 Mike, uh, ydbt for live at gmail.com. So which is the one to get? I would think it's a C8 because it's the lightest one. Someone says the black wing, really? Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. So the black wing is a beautiful big car, right? But it won't perform as well as the C8. Will it? Like you're telling me you can't get, now that you can boost, like supposedly Magnuson sells a blower and so does Pro Charger for the C8 platform. You're telling me you can't go 990s, 980s with a C8 stock trans, E85, a blower and a fuel system? And it handles, stops, I get it. The Cadillac is a completely different vehicle in terms of what it is. Four-door, comfortable, luxury, and performance. But don't you want something that can go, like, get after it, like a sports car? Uh, like, if I had a Blackwing, it'd probably be a manual. I don't think I want a straight-line 10R performer. If I bought a Blackwing, I wanted to do track stuff, like round, like roundy round and, and twisty stuff. The C8 can do that too, better in my opinion. So why wouldn't anyone, if if that if I had uh, let's say eighty five to a hundred thousand dollars to spend on a car, well, it all depends on the use of the car, right? That that that's really the question. What are you using this car for? Which FIC do you recommend? Um, thousands for you. You don't need a bigger injector than that, in my opinion. 303 says, I guess I'll have to do the ESS with the G4 intercooler and the 85. Thanks, guys. Woohoo. There you go. This is a big boy pulley, dude. The, the 100 is big boy stuff. So get ready. Is the C8 hard to work on being mid-engine and all? Potentially. And that's why maybe he, uh, Alec, likes... Uh, I think Alec is smart to say, I want to make products for a high-end luxury vehicle. The clientele will have money. The clientele won't balk at the fact that I'm charging this much for a tank that is a quality tank. Um, so there's a there's money there. But what I'm th talking about is volume. They didn't make that many uh, black wings. So you're, in my opinion, in my most humble of opinions, because I don't know anything, but I, I know a little bit about the market. The most, the volume is where you make your money. You have to make parts for the vehicles that are more available. And there are, in my opinion, from what I've seen, way more C8s than black wings. So on a personal level, yes, okay, a black wing. But on a business level, I think you got to start getting after with the C8s, even if it's dumb little shit that's tunable. Like dumb little shit, like E85. And I don't know if it needs injectors. I don't think so. I don't think it needs. Does the uh, LT, what is it, two? I don't know. Does the LT motor in the C8 Corvettes need aftermarket injectors to run 85? Even if the Z06 can be too, and they are insanely priced. Not bragging. We had a manual Blackwing, and it was perfect. However, we daylied it, so now there's a 10-speed sitting next to it while the 6-speed is for sale. Damn. I get that, though. I get you don't want to daily a manual car. I do, though. I mean, this is going to have a lower ceiling than the 10L regardless, right? Yes, absolutely. 
if the GT500, now again, the GT500 2020 and up was geared to be a road racer with decent straight line power. Yes, have, can you go eights and nines with it? Yes. But with a 10R, that thing would have been sevens already. Or l- mid eights, full weight. That's the big caveat. Full weight eights would have been av- would have been if 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 a proper let's say Ford had the Chevy variant of the 10 speed transmission in their cars. The 10L90, I think it's called, or is it the 10L80 or is it the 10L90 for the ZL1 Camaros? Let's say the ZL1 Camaro transmission was able to be put on Gen 3 Mustangs. Game over. Well, I won't say game over. <laughs> the E clutch, F clutch, they're like this, you know, and I don't know. But is the Seat Z06 going to be tunable too? Yes, corner blue. Um, okay, I'm sorry. It'll be available soon. I think it has similar architecture. I guarantee, just like one of you guys said, there is probably a C8 Z06 somewhere in a garage that HP Tuners is attached to that has a big name. And then all of a sudden, they're going to start making waves. Let me look up uh, 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 Vengeance's Facebook page or uh, Instagram page. I hate Facebook. Vengeance Racing. Uh, Here we go. Vengeance Racing. Okay, so do they have anything? So is this a Z06 or is this a regular bitch as uh, twin turbo CA Corvette systems? Okay, so they're basically announcing twin turbo Corvette systems. Uh, uh, whoever Vengeance Racing, they're gonna that, that's what they announce. Uh, the biggest news to hit the automotive aftermarket when it comes to General Motors and Long have we been? Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God! Uh, so, oh, I'm not I'm not reading all that. Basically, they're offering twin turbo shit for C8s. You, dude, I'm not gonna read all that shit. You psycho. Do you think half of the population can read? And then when they see a fucking, you know, that thought, 15 paragraphs, what are we, war and peace? No. Promise LMR will have all C8s tuned shortly. Uh, just got my YDBT hoodie. <laughs> Look, I appreciate it. I don't make a bunch of money on um, Teespring, but I never took the site down in the event that I wanted to go in there and start designing stuff. And this is great because it's a good feeling shirt. The The logo does not feel really heavy on it. It's not cotton. It feels good. This is too small. In my opinion, I should have gotten an extra large. So if you run, if a large is on the tighter side, I would get an extra large. If I were you, if you run an extra large, I'd probably do a double XL because once you wash this bitch, I'm going to look like I'm wearing a medium. So um, they seem to run on the small side. I do see your point, though, about the C8, Alex. Look, in my opinion, you have to make the product that makes you the most money. Why are we in business if we're not in it to make money? So if you're going to relegate yourself to doing specialty stuff, how many, do you guys remember Shelby specialists? Huh? How many Shelby specialists are out there making life-changing money? Nobody. Where is that? I am going to guide you through a bill, dumb motherfucker. Because most Shelby guys are stupid sons of bitches that just have money. You know, like like Carol Shelby would have never caught himself like messing with, with, with those things or an F-150. Like ever. The only Shelby truck I had anything to do with was the Dodge Shelby Durango in Dakota. Those yeah. are more Shelby than any F-150 piece of sh- Yeah, exactly. I, I get it. You know what else I was blowing off in the weeds? Your dad... <laughs> 
Why, Carol? That is unbelievable, fake Carol. Yeah, I could go for tall glass of Mexican dick right now. Whoa! Unbelievable! The best vehicle I ever owned was an automatic 65 twin supercharged Cobra. I could stroke your dick while going 200 miles per hour. No problem. <laughs> No problem. We gotta love that about Mr. Fake Shelby. Um, SCT Snack says, okay, back on the Shelby guys. There used to be guys. There, guys, you want to laugh? You want to laugh? If you're doing something that isn't making money, it's not a business, it's a hobby. Forgot where I read that. There were guys that literally said, come to me and I will guide you to build your Shelby the way it should be built. And these dumb sons of bitches were buying axle intercoolers. Like, <laughs> they were buying torque arms. Torque arms! Listen, you Shelby dumb sons of bitches right now. Go look in the mirror right now, you dumb son of a bitch that bought a torque arm. Yeah, you go look in the mirror and go, you're an idiot. You're the problem. Shelby owners were being told to buy a torque arm. Axle intercoolers. Guys, this is some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Green stock size belts. Yes, green stock length belts. Blue ones were the rage. Bro, Shelby guys are so easy to take advantage of. The cars are not as fast as GTs when fully built. The cars are heavy, but they have a Shelby on them. So that just totally takes everything, you know, away when it comes to performance. You need a torque arm, says him. I'm like, man, okay. every time I see my signature on shit like suitcases and cereal boxes and chili, it makes me think, why didn't I marry my college boy? <laughs> I think he's about to say college boyfriend. College boyfriend. <laughs> hey, college boyfriend. College boyfriend. <laughs> Look, them Dodge years were rough. It's either Bill Dodge GLH on me's or sell my booty hole for 20 bucks a pop. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> you got to love it. Nice shirt, Alex. Look, it's uh, if you go to the pinned message, you can buy yourself a woke shirt with with the transformer, the, the, the transformer with the China flag in the back. Guys, this is a badass shirt. Shout out to Bryson Witt. And you know who made this? The little lady friend. That's right. The late. I said, I can't find a Ford logo with the font they use. And she took out her iPad and went, here you go. I was like, oh my God, let's go. <clears throat> um, you should outline Shelby builds just like you're doing with the GTs. And again, Bryson Witt says, I'm attacked. Do you have a torque arm? Look, there were guys buying torque arms. And I got onto the car at power by the hour. And I go, hey, hey, Jake, why does a... 550 rear wheel horsepower car with 500 treadwear tires have a torque arm. You know how many idiots bought the Alcoa wheels or whatever the hell they're called with the Shelby Shelby. Like there are people right now that still think those, those, those wheels are worth something. They're not, they're not, you can get good money for them, but they are worth whatever they cost to make. So 400 bucks piece of junk. The Shelby guys still buy the billet caps and covers. Yes, I saw a guy on Facebook the other day go, I finally was able to score the blue hoses and the Shelby radiator caps, coolant tank, expansion tank caps. <laughs> and people were literally in the comments going, oh my God, 
Oh, that's so cool. If Shelby was out here right now, what would he say if he was out here right now? Oh, my the God. only Shelby truck I had anything to do with was the Dodge Shelby Durango in Dakota. Those are more Shelby than any F-150 piece of <laughs> You know what else I was blowing off in the weeds? Oh. Uh. Uh, what, 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 were you, what were you blowing up in the weeds? You know what else I was blowing <laughs> off in the weeds? Your dad. <laughs> you know, I don't know how I make the AI make that. I, I have to change the way the speech pattern works 80 times for that to be funny. Uh, Alex, what's worth buying a Torcom for your Shelby or the Parnelli Jones Air Raid? How about the Terralingua cars? Sir, why does your car look like it has a yellow retarded horse on the hood? Oh, you don't know about the, you don't know about the terralingual cars? Should I? Oh, dude, Steve Schleckenberg was really slamming these cars around uh, Sebring. What? Oh, hey, Ron, this guy doesn't know about the terralingual cars. He said it looks like a dragon with a horse body. He doesn't know about Steve Schleckenberg? Nobody knows about Steve Schleckenberg. Shut up. Terralingua. Oh, did you see the Terralingua? Oh, my God. Look look over there. What? What's that? Terralingua cars. Oh, my God. The Terralingua livery. <laughs> you guys are the biggest homos on the planet. They still fetch premium to this day. They're stupid. Alex, what's the one Mustang you had that you wish you still had? The Gray Notch. Was an 1170, 1160 car, NA, carbureted, stock bottom end, air gap intake, 170 rockers, F cam out of all things, 430 gears, 3550 center force clutch, aluminum drive shaft. It was perfect. I love that car. I had to sell it to buy a house. And I started seeing myself being in a similar situation recently. I'm lucky enough that I'm able to pay for, a, let's say, uh, I already did the numbers and got the approval from the banks and stuff. They're like, I can afford a conventional loan on a over $500,000 house without having to sell any of the cars. But I don't want to be tight like that. But I also, I think the blue GT 500, if I make it stick and drive it, I might like it, but I won't know until it happens. So I, I would hate to sell that car before I actually finish a project. And it would give me the same vibes as my old um, notch where I sold it to get into a house and that car was sorted. I'm saying suspension, diff, clutch, everything was sorted. Yeah, 11.7s doesn't sound great, but a lot of you guys haven't gone 11s in 2023. And I was doing it in 1996. Man, my daily driver, my only car. She has an iPad, God bless her. <laughs> she has all. She has all Apple products. I know someone with a Terralingua car. Bucephalus is better than a Terralingua. Oh, yeah? You think, uh, wait until I'm done with Bucephalus. It'll make Terralingua look like a Pinto. You imagine what the car sounds like when you turn it on? Like, like the door chime should be this for Turvey's car. When I get in the car, I hear the Steve Austin theme. Why is that? I don't know. Uh, it's a feature of the car. Red S550 and... Uh, what about the OG Celine Dark Horse Extreme 3 valve, <laughs> 3 valve though? That was a nice car. ESS G3, 10 speed, ID 1050, 120 pulley, 93 octane. What horsepower for that set? About 610, 620. If it's really happy on a good weather day, that's about 10 PSI with a G3. So as long as you have 93 octane and it's in about 15 to 16 degrees of timing, 1.5 air load, 1.6 air load at 7,500 RPMs, it should make 620 or 30 horsepower. 
Are you going to love that GT500? I hope so. Are you going to run the Center Force Clutch and the White Notch? <laughs> no. The White Notch is probably going to get another spec clutch. Okay. I need a clutch that actually releases on time for me to get it in gear. And it's not going to be a spec clutch. Dude, I... The reason I don't shift fast in the white notch is because the clutch just doesn't release on time. And I'm not going to break the transmission trigger and try to get the shifts down. Screw that. That's big stuff in 96. No, 1996 going 1170s NA, that's what guys were doing with nitrous. And my car was a no option notch. I'm saying crank windows, factory non-AC car. Factory non-AC car. Gotta love it. Blowing off Terra Lingua's in the weeds. Wasn't there, wasn't there a Shenandoah? You pull up next to him at a red light and that theme starts playing My Girl Likes Tongue Alinga, says Sack Nicholson. Sack Nicholson. Excellent. All right, uh, so we got a couple minutes left. Um, thank you very much. So today, we let's wrap it up. We talked about Global B, how the biggest, that is the biggest in terms of Economic boom for Chevy, GM, LT, aftermarket shops. Now they can start making parts for those. And all the liability is being taken on by HP tuners. That's the way I look at it. If the EPA comes a knock and say, I ship my shit to them and I'm using their software. And you're good to go. So that's the way I look at it. If they're operating that way and they're like, hey, the, the climate is good to start tuning. They're telling you shit's good, and they're giving you an out. We'll see how everything falls into place when it comes to that. I hope everyone is allowed to tune, and I hope everyone makes a bunch of money and parts. But the way politics is going nowadays, where Hunter Biden is literally getting off of a gun charge and a tax evasion charge, and the president of the United States has files in his Corvette garage, and the ex-president is going to trial for that, bro, I have zero, zero, zero confidence in government stuff. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not super optimistic about that stuff. All right, guys, have a good rest of your night. I appreciate you guys very much. I'm going to be back on Thursday. I'm going to try to pump out a video pretty soon about Gen 2 6R80 uh, boosted. It's really tough to get stuff done, guys. I was in the middle of looking at houses. I got the motor in the garage. That's right. The GT500 motor is now in the garage. I might make a members-only video showing you that. There's nothing really to see. The shipping kind of got messed up. The motor tipped over a little bit, but no damage occurred. So I'm happy everything arrived okay. So I'm going to start working on the GT500 probably this weekend. Just putting the motor together, putting the headers on, and then eventually throwing it in the car. Once it's in the car, then you got to start building everything up around it to get it going. But anyway, I'm out of here. I'll be back on Thursday, YDBT Daily at 8 p.m. We'll hang out then. Congratulations to 313 Mike for winning the 100-millimeter pulley and for Alfredo Diaz winning the 105-millimeter pulley. All right, guys, I'm out of here. See you guys later Thursday. See you later. Bye.